It's day eight of the Nagoya Basho. This is Sumo Drop. Hello and welcome back to Sumo Drop. I'm Matt. This is Emma Jane. Hello. We're halfway through the July bar show and excruciatingly it's very, very hot here in Britain. Yep. Um, but over in Japan, things have been a bit all over the place with yeah. the Sanyaku. That's the highest uh, top ranking wrestlers struggling to get the rhythm and pull ahead, leaving the Yusho very much up for grabs. And of course, today, day eight, something... We've never seen it no. all our years watching Sumo. Even the, the NHK commentators who've been doing this for literally decades said, I don't think I've ever seen this uh, as Murray Johnson. That's your impression of Murray Johnson. Murray Johnson. <laughs> Shoulder blast. Um, but yeah, he said he'd never seen it either. So, but, but we'll get to all that in good time. And just a reminder that we have a link to an introductory explainer in the show notes. And anytime we use any Japanese terminology, we'll do our best to explain what it means so you can get more familiar. With that said, let's move on to the news. <coughs> so first up, uh, Diamami withdrew on day two due to a sprained left ankle. But he came back on day five, so only had a few days out of the tournament. Yeah, not that unusual. But when you're advised to stay off, sometimes it's good to stay off. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, uh, Takanosho has withdrawn on day seven. I mean, obviously, it's, that was yesterday for us, so yet yeah. to return. He's injured his right shoulder. Again, as with uh, Dayamami, maybe he'll be back. Mm-hmm. Maybe he won't. We'll see. Yeah, and that wasn't the only withdrawal on day seven. We also had Mitakeumi um, with, withdrawing as well um, due to one of his stable mates getting covid uh, obviously, this is quite an interesting one because there's a lots of there was lots of debate around this uh, about his caravan status. Um, as you know, uh, we've explained this before that when you're an ozeki, uh, you you can lose your rank and you have to every so often perform and get more wins than losses. Yeah, so you you what your kachikoshi, which is uh, more wins than losses, I'm saying, and caravan is like a warning stage. Yeah. It's like you have this bout, and if you don't get it, you lose your rank. Yeah. And so classically with COVID, it's like most things with COVID and a lot of things with Japanese bureaucracy. What happens now? Yeah. And thankfully it was cleaned up very quickly. We just said, it won't count. You have to just, yeah. in September, we'll come back and you'll be Karoban so again. So he'll be Karoban again. But mm. um, interestingly, it was confirmed that he actually also had COVID. Yeah, um, later in the day. Yeah. Later yeah. in the day. So it's a very interesting one because it caused a lot of uh, speculation among fans as to whether yeah. do we have COVID? Well, to, to clarify again, and, and to be fair, th- this is sort of kind of news, but not really an, in the top thing yet. Uh, his entire stable went off yesterday, day mm. seven. Day eight, more uh, stable mates went off in a different stable. Yeah. As Naruto stable, I believe. But the point is that they didn't test until after about took place. So there's questions of like, mm, are there going to be more of these yeah. now? And the idea is some, some wrestlers are very, very, or, or some commentators, I think, are very specifically are, are being quite... Uh, sarcastic and cynical and saying, well, sure, if I'm not doing great, then you just someone else in my stable gets COVID and then you all have to pull out. And so your record gets expunged, basically. Mm. Um, how far do you take it? I, think, I don't. The... I, yeah, I take, I, considering the fact that Mitsukumi got COVID, 
with the PCR test and everything. It's like, yeah, I don't think that's a case of like, oh, someone's yeah. thrown him in to sort of save his, his career. I think, no, I don't think that's what's happening here. So. Quick, run in him, give him COVID. Yeah. Before. But I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> this time next Sunday we go through and say, and so and so pulled out, and so and so pulled out, and so and so pulled out. Yeah, because a lot of the, the lower um, tournament rank rankers as well. Yes. Um, They've all been hit. As we said, the other stable, Naruto stable, also yes. got hit. So that's taken out a lot. I think there's like was there something like 30 of them, I think. I think so. So, so yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's This weekend's been a bit of a bloodbath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before we come on to today's results, let's have a quick look back at last week's bouts and our own personal highlights. So day two, Monday, the 11th of July, my first thing was Ura versus Abi. Uh, Ura came out with a really clever sidestep to the right, which caught Abi off guard, uh, allowing Ura to win. It was a weird one because Abi mm. should be savvy to that. Ura's a tricky customer. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, obviously the fact that he is tricky means you can't really determine what's going to happen. But I think Abi was well, like, I'm going to play it my way and just yeah. see how it goes. Well, they're both tricky. They're both tricky, tricky, uh, Ricky. Uh, maybe. Abi, Abi to me, <laughs> sense, and he's, he's very powerful and strong. He usually likes to charge. So I mean, Ura, you're like, is he actually going to leave or wait? Do you come that's to him? True. That's, that's true. That's what I mean by tricky per se. But mm. yeah, they're both very skilled, obviously. But uh, interesting win from Ura there. Mm -hmm. um, my pick for day two was Ichi Yamamoto and Takara Fuji. Now, this one started off really scrappy. <laughs> um, uh, Takara Fuji got uh, Ichi Yamamoto to the edge, but Ichi adapted, got himself out of trouble. There was lots of moving around the dojo, both of them struggling to get that Mawashi grip. Eventually, um, Ichi Yamamoto was able to push Taka out of the dojo, but a monoe was called. <laughs> To ensure that um, Ichi Yamamoto hadn't actually pulled on Takura Fuji's top knot. Interestingly, as we were watching this, we hadn't really noticed um, no, no. that. But it turns out, uh, it, it turns out it was fine, and he hadn't. No, it was was that one where he just caught his hand in his hair. Sort yeah, of thing. it wasn't really yeah. an actual thing. But yeah. that was interesting for him because that put him in good stead. That put him on um, two and zero. Uh, mm. Great start to the to the tournament for Ichi Yamamoto. The opening days, yeah, good start, mm. yeah. Day three, Tuesday, the 12th of July, Meisei versus Kotoeko. Mm. Kotoeko forced to the edge from the Tachiai, but Meisei isn't able to actually finish him off, which is interesting. Um, as we mentioned before, Meisei was at one point at the start of this year a contender to possibly Boezeki. Yeah. And now he's like bottom Maegashira, then forced up. They punished him hard for that. So he is, in fact, a much higher ranking Rikishi. Mm hmm. And he's performing sometimes, depends on the day, basically. But the point is that he wasn't able to finish him off. So. Kotobeko was able to hold tight to the Mawashi yep. and twist on the Tawara to bring Meisei down. So they, he basically pushed him around a bit and he would have pushed him out of the, of the, of the ring entirely. But Tawara's the rice bell go around the edge. And Kotobeko was able to hang on and then very, really interesting, like just, just twist himself. Yeah. Which meant Meisei had to go with that twist somehow and fell down. It's like, yeah. it was it was really uh, clever. You've got to remember that Kotobeko has got an incredible strength. He's a muscular um, motherfucker. He really is. Uh, uh, for day three th for me, that was uh, Wakamoto Haru uh, and Daesho. Now, for me, I felt like Waka was in control for the whole bout, but he just kind of lost it at the end. And unfortunately, he fell um, just before Daesho went out because it almost looked like he was going to win it. He looked absolutely devastated and I was really frustrated for him. And I think I'm highlighting this because Wakamoto Haru has had an absolute crazy week uh, as we'll get on to and you'll find out later on yeah yeah i'm, I'm not spoiling but fucking uh, up. uh day four wednesday the 13th of july hoshoryu versus shodai mm. now shodai is another one of those ozeki who is kadoban as we mentioned last week which means as, as i mentioned before 
he has to win, basically. If he doesn't, he yeah. doesn't, He's losing his rank. He'll lose his rank. Um, but we had this before. He almost lost his rank and was cuddled and down before. Back. And he pulled back at the yeah. last minute. So, um, And this yeah. was an interesting turning point. Because at this point, he was 0-3, basically. Mm. Uh, Shodai's first decent performance at the Basho in this world we had here. But he's getting his first win. Uh, Hoshoryu held on tight and stayed in nice and tight as well. It disconnected a few times. Try for an arm yank. Hoshari pushed Shodai to the edge of the Tawara. Again, much like that match from the other day, pushing to the edge of the Tawara. That that rope kind of stops. You can actually... Yeah. Sometimes you can, it's like, well, that's over now. Other times you can really pivot and do something with it. Uh, but Hoshari was pulled down to the ground in the attack. It was really frustrating. But it was genuinely a great performance from both Rikishi. Yeah, both I, of them. I didn't get the result I wanted to. but And I don't, I don't think Shodai was performing at a Zeki level. No. But he was on the fight, which is good. Yeah, which we need to see more of from Shodai. Really I feel do, like really he just do. sometimes he just feels like he just steps out these days. Like he does his lost his like <laughs> old classic Ichinojo yeah. kind of like yeah, yeah, exactly. The guy's like, Oh, I can't be fucked. <laughs> so yeah, um, on day four, for me, um the match I've highlighted was Oho and Chiyoshoma, mostly because this one was an interesting uh, match, more for what the Gyoji was doing. Um now the Gyoji tried to pull the Sagari, and that that what that means is the sumo belt cords on the mawashi or on the belt. So the little bits that dangle down, the little strings. Um, basically, he tried to pull Chiyoshoma's mawashi strings twice during the match, but they just wouldn't come out. Yes, yeah, so they're all like, they're loose. They'll be a tripping hazard. They're a problem. I'll just get those out of there. Yeah. Yeah, yank. It's like, but no, it's not working. It's like, oh, I'll back away then. It kind of felt like he got in the way a little bit. And he's... Joji's getting in the way, right? Yeah, I know. This is a theme mm, this week. We'll get back to that. Um, but yeah, no, Chiyoshoma's Mawashi obviously was getting tugged on by the Gyoji a couple of times. I don't know if that affected what happened because, um, yeah, Oho ended up winning. It was a long match. It was a good two minutes possibly a bit more than two minutes yeah which is i think four minutes is the mizu break the, the mm. water break where it's like if you go four minutes you stop the goji taps on the shoulders and it's gone long enough have some water they come back in and like right let's go again so yeah and i was a little bit concerned after this match because it looked like chiyoshoma was limping mm. off but hopefully there was nothing too serious there so but yeah mm. so day five day five thursday 14th of july uh very quick and simple one here mm. aoyama uh, versus Tobizaru. It was a very ferocious battle, but Tobizaru hung on really well because obviously Aoyama, those who don't know, he's beefy. He's he is a beast. Uh, this is not a nice way of saying He's fat. He is <laughs> really fucking fat. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's sumo wrestling, Matt. It's like, I know, but um, but yes, he's a he's, um, uh, big ass Bulgarian dude. Um, and yeah, Tobizaru hung on extremely well and was able to pull down the significantly larger. Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, Aoyama. We love Tobizaru and seeing him perform well this basho has been really exciting. Yeah, Tobizaru means flying monkey and he has absolutely been living up to that. He really this was. Tournament. Yeah. Um, I'll let Em get to her one, but there was a separate. Oh. We, we, we both have separate notes because Thursday there were some things that happened. So yes. And we'll get to Em's highlight and then we'll go back to me and back to Em again for Thursday because there are some bits and pieces we wanted oh to know. Oh my gosh, yeah. So many things going on uh, on day five. So um, the day five match that I highlighted initially is uh, Takano Show v Kiribayama. Now, this one, Kiribayama won. Uh, he won by Owate uh, Dashinage, which is a pulling over arm throw. And it was just. An incredible, um, an incredible pull down uh, from Takanosho. However, um, I, I, th I thought Kiribayama was done for, but Kiribayama just recovered and it was just incredible to see. So he managed to, um, yeah, pull him down. 
mm. with, with an overarm throw and to be able to sort of fling Takanosho, which I think that's the day that um, did he pull out on no, the day it? after? <coughs> that was the next day. So I wonder if it was that was a contributory factor to his it. His shoulder, wasn't it? And the day yeah. after might have, might have buggered him, basically. Yeah. Um, so uh, To come back to some other bits and pieces here, I'll yep. go my bit first. because uh, Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, it's, it's part we're going to both of us talk about the same thing at one point, mm -hmm. but basically... Actually, you know, be on the fly here. You you go with your minor point first because it's a little bit. And yeah, you just yeah. So so this was an interesting one. Obviously, as you know, I'm following Wakamoto uh, Haru quite a lot because I am. Uh, he's on one of my picks. Um, yes. In the tournament, this uh, uh, Basho. So Wakamoto Haru, it was his first time up against an Ozeki uh, Shodai on this occasion, and he won. Um, mm. It was an incredible match, and I was just over the moon for him that his first time of ever meeting with an Ozeki, he just absolutely. I mean, I know it's Shodai, yeah. and Shodai's been doing not great, but no. to, to have your very first Ozeki match and to win it, it's a rarity. Wakamoto Haru, being the older brother of a, uh, a very high ranking yeah, Wakazaki Kage, um, uh, as Sakiwaki, it's really interesting because. M's highlighted him as like, oh, he came into the, the I think the start mm. of the year and he's climbed very well. And ev there are so many firsts for him and yeah. they've been impressive it's every good single to see. time. It's yeah. really nice to see. Um, so the, the, the day ended with uh, a big bit of weirdness. <laughs> Ichinojo mm -hmm. beat Terran of Fuji, gaining his ninth Kinboshi to become the sole leader of the Yusho on five it and zero. I just couldn't believe on, it. On the basher. We were both just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> a cushion was thrown from the crowd in response. Now, just a bit of history, a bit of context, mm. right? The most notable example I've seen of something like this was in 2003 in Nagoya. Again, so weirdly Nagoya, enough. Nagoya, clearly the place yeah. to throw your cushions. Where all the people get angry. <laughs> so Asa Shoryu, who is uh, Hoshoryu's uncle, and again, a real uh, interesting character, really impressive grand champion, mm. uh, Yokozuna, um, Wasn't he a bit of a bad boy? As he well? absolutely he was, was. Like the bad boy. He didn't sumo. give two <laughs> shits. Now, if you ever see footage of this thing from 2003, um, he was up against uh, Kyoku Shuzan, if I remember correctly. Um, and the match wasn't going great. This is right, you know, uh, towards the end of the bout of the of the of the whole Yusho race. And I'm so sure you basically just get pissed off and very overtly uh, grabbed. Uh, his opponent's top knot and just slammed his face in the ground and walked mm. off. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And obviously when they did the, the monoe to talk about it, they said, yeah, that's definitely a foul. Yeah. And that was the first time a grand champion had lost because of a foul. And then cushions flew from everywhere. Because, in yeah. It's like, that's he, not what you do with that rank. People were furious that he would, off. that he would, you know, disrespect Sumo in yeah. that way. I think. So, well, you, no, it's not even like an, inten an, an, an mm. accidental thing. It was an intentional. Yeah. I just want to smash your face in the ground. Cause I'm fed up. And it's like, what the fuck? So, to see, there was only one cushion flew. Yeah. But it was still like... Oh, what was that? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yuri Yokozuna, do better. Yeah. And it's like, usually the very... I mean, if you ever watch a film in Japan with Japanese audience, they are silent and static mm -hmm. and do nothing. Um, in you Obviously, with sports, you have a lot of involvement and a lot of sounds and things, but the only protest things you ever see, or even celebration sometimes, is chucking your cushion that you're sitting on into the thing. You used to be able to throw... Well, I say be able to. People used to throw things into the door here, into the ring. I think in 1907 or something, they outlawed it. So obviously it's dangerous, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, but the only thing they couldn't outlaw is like, well, I'm sitting on my cushion. I'm going to throw that. Um, so only one went in, but it was still like a, oh, yep. you are in trouble. You need to sort yourself out, man. Mm -hmm. but, but fair play to Ichinojo because, you know, beating um, 
beating uh, the Yokozuna Terana Fuji for the very first time. Yeah, you, you like oh, to yeah. see these first. It's always good to see, it but is, yeah. less so for the Yokozuna, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> and as I say, at that point, it was like five and I, he was like, Ichinojo, who's a very high, I think he's Magashira one, Magashira two, maybe. He's quite, yeah, he's a high And up. it's like, well, he's now the only one out there winning this so far mm. he could win the whole thing so yeah. it's like yeah and, and like that's and when you've got a yokozuna crazy. in in the basho and two karabanos like you sort of gonna be fighting harder yeah, in theory you've you need to you know yeah yokozuna you need to win absolutely like, what are you doing if you're not winning yeah so weird weird tone and feeling going into friday which is yep. day six the 15th of july kotonowaka versus takanosho now you mentioned oh, takanosho. The, i yeah. want to bring this up because kotonowaka is um, one of my stable picks and Takanosho, as we know, went out after this. But it was a really strong tachai from Kotonowaka. Both turned and taken to the Tawara. Uh, Takanosho tried to trip Kotonowaka, but Kotonowaka held firm and was able to plant Takanosho on the ground. Mm. But now, to be fair, the way he did it, he pretty much forced him down to his shoulder yeah. in his face. I'm like, Which I think is where it. that right shoulder got Absolutely, injured, for sure, especially yeah. after the previous day. And, and and basically the following day, he was gone. So yeah. that almost guaranteed... It, it was probably... Unfortunate. The first... Uh, the, the, the day the day six, the day day six five incident probably made it very bad. Day six just went, nah, yeah. can't, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and fair enough. Yeah, so, of course, of course. Have to take your injuries seriously. True. Um, so yeah, for me on day six, uh, I've highlighted Kotoeko and Tochinoshin. Now, this one was great because there was an escape at the last minute from Kotoeko. Now, he worked really hard during this match. He was lots of spinning, lots of going round and mm. round, trying to get Tochinoshin off balance, you know. And Tochinoshin was just left trying to slow him down. He even got his favorite left hand outside grip. So he really looked in control, especially in the... And, but then it got to the edge and Kotoeko was able to somehow throw Tochinoshin down. Who is a big, burly dude. He's huge. The huge Georgian bloke. And, and Kotoeko, he's very muscular, but he's short. Yeah. And what did Kotoeko do the other day? He threw down a yeah, big... Like, yeah. He's just got that strength. And what was interesting at this match, it was so well executed and equally unexpected. And it was just excellent sumo to see from Kotoeko. And yeah, mm. absolutely. that No other match that day just kind of reached that level for me. I thought yeah. that was great. It's the kind of thing where his his uh, I, to borrow, borrow some Japanese phrases fighting spirit yes um, very much on show his mm -hmm. number his points are fine his numbers he's actually pulling in his wins yep but his presence is quite cool at the minute so oh yeah. for sure good shout um, and then we have uh, day seven yesterday Saturday the sixteenth of July uh, my highlight I, well I technically have two points to talk about here mm -hmm. kind of but. Um, they're both quite short. The first is Ichinojo versus Shodai. Mm. So Ichinojo, as we've established, is the uh, tournament leader at this point. Yep. Shodai is Kadoban Ozeki trying to turn things around. Yeah. It was, I mean, just a, an amazingly strong performance from Shodai. A very mm. powerful turn, allowing him to push Ichinojo out. The first person to... Um, really defeat Ichinojo thus far. And who knew that the There's person that, that was going to be Shodai again? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> and you're like, it, it, that for, like, for a brief moment, you're like, ah, Ozeki material. Yeah. You, we've actually seen him fighting properly. I want to see more of that from him. Oh, I know. It's I so really, frustrating. The thing is, when he, like, well, we've seen him win a tournament before. Yeah. 
And when he's on form, he's so good. He's got that fire, but he just he does, it seems to lack it lately. And then we keep getting mm. these occasional glimpses during this basho of yes, that. And yes. it's like, oh, I want more of that, please. Well, Come on. I wonder, it was one of two things. Either he's promoted too quickly, but I don't know if that was true or not. But basically, because he's held on to his rank quite well, but I think ultimately the first two days you could see the second he loses his shoulders his head oh, everything goes oh, down he just slumps doesn't he he's it's so really defeated sad. i think it's very much in his head but yeah. um it was a big it was not just a big win it was a big win for a lot of reasons so yeah i'll talk about my other one in a second but yep. i'll get to your one first yeah so this one again like i said i've been keeping an eye on wakamoto haru as always and uh the match i'm highlighting is his match versus tobizaru now this one was a really good good match it was a great tachiai um, basically, the match, Tobizaru moved him to the edge, but then uh, Wakamoto Haru just somehow beat him. He was waiting, um, watching, staying patient, and he just kind of stepped to the side. Um, so it was really good to see that kind of agility uh, from Wakamoto Haru, especially against Tobizaru, who's a very fast opponent. Um, always good to see. And this is the moment when we realized that Ichinojo had a two-win buffer, because obviously... Um, Tobizaru was one of the contenders until this moment. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. So he was yeah. pulling ahead, yeah. Um, other one I want to very quickly highlight is Takakesho versus Arby. Oh, yeah. Now, the reason I want to bring this up is two reasons. One, because I mentioned earlier, Arby versus Ura. Mm. And what was Arby caught off by, guard by? Ura sidestepping and then yep. catch him off guard. Arby, right out from the fucking Tachai, stepped to the side and then grabbed Takakesho's Mawashi. And I cannot stress this enough. <laughs> Threw him out of the door. I don't yeah. mean push. He literally went, hoof. He, he just made went light flying. Work of yeah. yeah. He looked like he was like chucking out a bin bag. Um, <laughs> it was it was insane. Because again, if you've seen Takakesho, he is a very affectionately known as a hamster. He's this yeah. big bound of mass. And he's, he's so powerful in how he moves forward and things. But having said that, this is the fourth time in a row that Abi has to, has beaten Takakesho. It's and I think clearly in his head. I think there are sometimes when you go, yeah. oh, it's you, oh, bollocks. And then suddenly you can't get past that. I think that. he's overthinking it and then yeah. just somehow lets himself get, get beaten. But yeah. yeah, great match. Definitely. So last week, we, we talked about this quite a lot, actually. We, we, you know, it's the whole, uh, when we got our first, first day of results on day one, you get a bit of an idea, maybe see how people are, but you have no idea where it's going. No. Nobody on day one thought, well, Chinojo's going to be pulling ahead. Yeah, no one. Absolutely nobody. And as we're about to cover in a second, no one would have predicted what happened today. No. Day eight's been a crazy day. I, the, I, I think <laughs> Sumo has been, to be fair, since Hakuo left and since the pandemic started, those two sort of things mm. crossing. I think it's been in a weird phase. It really has. And I think we haven't really seen... It's almost like it's in a, in a state of flux. Yeah, I hate to say the word unprecedented because... It is, it is. Because obviously that keeps getting used as a buzzword around COVID and everything. But it know? is. But, but it kind of is. It's, it's yeah. yeah. It's legit. It's, 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 um, it, it, it's uh, uh, earned, shall we say. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> enough procrastinating. We'll get to the point in a second. Yeah, we'll get to the hate soon. Yeah. So let's go over to today's results and our highlights. Ornor Shaw beat Dai Shoho, coming out from Jirio. Oho beat Chiyomaru. Miyogiri beat Dayamami. Ichiyamamoto beat Surugisho. Nishiki Fuji beat Chiyoshoma. And Takara Fuji beat Yutakayama. Teretsuyoshi beat Shimena Umi. 
Tochin Ocean beat Midori Fuji. Nishikigi beat Koto Shoho. Chiyotairu beat Okinomi. Meisei beat Hokuto Fuji. And Tobizaru beat Kotoeko. And that is my highlight. It is. It was a really strong equal tachiai from both of mm. them. But Tobizaru pushed Kotoeko back just a little. And then he kicked his right leg out for a uh, kake this is a minor inner foot sweep. You don't see it very often, so I'm going to... So that's what it was, but it was a unique move we don't see very often. You see them kicking and sweeping each other's legs, but to see him go down because of that... Uh, for a kekayashi, see, mm-hmm. nailed it first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. A minor inner foot sweep was quite impressive and quite a cool thing to to see on this completely uneventful day. <laughs> okay. Uh, back to the results, however. Ura beat Aoyama, Kotonowaka beat Ichinojo, and Hoshoryu beat Kiribayama. Now let's stop there because one of my other highlighted matches here is the Kotonowaka v Ichinojo. Mm. Oh, so this one was interesting because this meant that uh, Kotonowaka suddenly shared the lead. Um, so going into it, it was about the day on NHK, uh, mm. and rightfully so, because Ichinojo at this point, at the start of the day, Hadoni. there are seven people, I think, or they're about behind him, mm-hmm. and he was the sole leader by one point. Yep. And if Kotonowaka was able to beat Ichinojo, he would have not only uh, put himself in, in the running... Standing, they but, both would have been But also knocked yet. Ichinojo down. Exactly. So, and he did exactly he did, yeah. that. Um, it was Ichinojo's second loss in the Basho. Uh, it was actually a quick thinking pivot that got um, uh, Ichinojo on his heels, which made it much easier for Kotonowaka to push him out, mm. uh, which just completely changed the tournament. So 6-2 is now the winning score. And actually, there were yeah. lots of people on 6-2 by the end of the day. And it's going to be really hard to know... Who yeah. is in the running now um, to yeah. win this basho? I mean, we'll go over exactly who they are in a minute, but um, actually, no, because we're going to get distracted. Let's do it now. At the end of all that, <laughs> we've seen, we have seven Yusho leaders at this point on 6 2 mm-hmm. Terunofuji, Kotonowaka, Ichinojo, Tobizaru, Nishikigi, Ichiyamamoto, Nishikifuji. And it's like. And some of those names, you're like, you're not expecting to see. Like, no. Nishikifuji, for example. Like, hello. Just out of nowhere, hello. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very unusual one, but that's week one for you. As we were saying previously, yeah, you can, it's hard to gauge, but there's still weird names. In fact, it was a couple of days ago where Ichinojo was soaring uh, out yeah, on with, his with own. Yeah, with a two lead. Yeah. Like, yeah, and now two it's seven lead. people on top, uh, including Yokozuna, no Ozeki. It's like, what the uh, fuck is this? It's so embarrassing. So, yeah, anyway, um, back to the results from yes. today. Uh, Abi beat Sadaumi. Wakutaka Kage beat Daesho, Takekesho beat Endo. And at the top here, Shodai beat Tamawashi. Continue his Yeah, continuing on some impressive I think he's now sumo. 4 4, and it's like fair play. Terano Fuji beat Wakamoto Haru. But this is the. Uh, I'm going to hand over to Em to go through this because I'll have a lot of comments, but I'll let Em lead them to start. Yeah, with. so obviously. Rooting for well, these are both my picks. So, so frustrating day for you already. Frustrating day for me. Whoever wins, uh, so I'm just sitting back, wanting to just enjoy this match, enjoy the sumo, see what happens. I'm not. I want Terana Fuji to win. Originally, I sat down and I was thinking to myself, right, Terana Fuji is likely to win this. This is his Wakamoto Haru's first match against Terana Fuji. 
any Yokozuna. Any any Yokozuna. He's only at all. just won his first against Nozeki. Exactly. So it's a lot. It's a week of just a lot of pressure on him. So immediately, my thoughts were Terra Fuji. He's got this. So anyway. It was a long match. There was lots of back and forth. Uh, anytime Terra Fuji got Wakamoto Haru close to the edge, Wakamoto Haru evaded, and he was so mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. Um. It, it just a couple of times, really close to the edge. Um. And then they were sort of moving towards the middle, and there was lots of waiting for each other to make their next move. Obviously, the tension's there because obviously Terra Fuji doesn't want to mess up. Doesn't he needs to win this to? Yeah, want shit thrown in his head. Yeah, and Wakamoto Haru. There's a lot riding on this. This is his first Yokozuna match. He wants to win it. So he's taking his time. Now, this is where it got interesting because the Gyoji, just out of nowhere, decided to stop the bout to fix uh, Wakamoto Haru's Mawashi. But they were still in motion and only Terra Fuji noticed. So Terra Fuji went to stop, but it was during that bit of motion that was still going on that he was actually forced out by Wakamoto Haru. So Wakamoto Haru hadn't noticed, thought that he had won, um, but actually it was because the Gyoji kind of messed up. Um, the judges decreed that the bout had to be reset um, because obviously of the, the huge error from the Gyoji. Really, I, I don't think the Gyoji should have stopped the match there. And then there were other times he could have stopped it and his belt was already loose earlier in the match he could have stopped it then but he didn't and uh yeah the it was it was so confusing for everyone that the yobidashi who were the little the attendants who you know uh ferry things back and forth yeah. they even brought the prize money into the dohyo uh for uh wakamoto haru's kimboshi and it was just like oh but they obviously had to reset and how they do this is they use the footage to ensure the footing so they make sure the footing, the position, and the hold gets replicated fairly. A bit similar to when a bout gets stopped after four minutes for the water break. However, after this controversial reset, uh, Wakamoto Haru held on, um, but was kind of lifted out by Terra Fuji. And Terra Fuji seemed to have a better grip on him. And I don't think Terra Fuji had that grip b- before. And I think even without. Um, the Gyoji stopping and calling that. I think Tona Fuji was already about to go out there. And it's hard to tell, but yeah. I'm absolutely gutted for Wakamoto Haru. And he looked devastated, understandably. You and know, shattered. Absolutely shattered. He worked so hard. And I think thinking you've won against Yokozuna and thinking in the same week you've beat your first Ozeki on the yep. first try and your first Yokozuna on the first try and then finding out that, wait, what? yeah so it's just so crushing yeah i I, i'm it was an impressive bout to start with both were genuinely Mm. on quite well i mean terra fuji wasn't doing as well as he should have been doing no Uh, there's a moment he got wakatoga to the tawara that should have been the end of it well there were a couple of times this is the thing this is what i was saying that he kept Mm -hmm. evading he was just like wakamata haru absolutely deserved in my opinion to win that well yeah this is what i'm gonna get to so i i think at that moment uh, they were hanging on the middle and it's fine. And now in this long bout, there was a moment where the Gyoji, I say his name's Inosuke. Uh, Inosuke, it yeah. is, yeah. He saw or clocked that Wakamoto Haru's mawashi or his belt was loose. Now mm-hmm. here's the rules of sumo. If the belt is loose for, you know, uh, all kinds of reasons, the Gyoji has to immediately stop the fight the second they stop moving and fix it. 
Yeah. Or, or alternatively, that's when they pull out the cigari, the little string bits the strings, as well. Yeah, they yeah. just usually pull them out. Yeah, exactly. It's the whole, like, you, this is the perfect time to do it. You're not interfering with things. It carried on a bit. He moved around and noticed it again. Went, oh, hang on. I need to do something about this. And ran in as Wakamoto Hara was making his final push, as it were. I know. It's and just... tapped them both. And the only person who saw it, as Em said, to clarify, he was running into and from... Um, Terunofuji's eye line. So Terunofuji mm. stood the whole time. He's like, oh, okay. and then he started straightening out, like, okay, fair enough. Wakamoto Haro's obviously got his shoulder dead, uh, sorry, his head de- dig- dug in. Um, yeah, he's digging deep. Shoulder. He's about yeah. to push Terunofuji out. And he's pushing, pushing. I don't think he realizes nothing's happening. It's only when what's happened is what, immediately Terunofuji starts pointing and saying, nope, I saw a few cushions almost going. Yeah. And I thought, oh, shit. <laughs> in the crowd, there are a few people that had literally like, got their cushions this. up. And I saw someone put it back down underneath them because yeah. I think I they possibly to, got yeah. pointed at by uh, some attendants. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, it, it went on to what became a very long farce. Um, mm. And this is kind of a bit reflective of what happened with Mitakumi and the COVID thing. Like, what happens with the rank? Because Yeah. What do you do in this situation? So, so, so a bit of clarification here. Um... The Gyoji then said, no, I was right. I mm. needed to stop the bout. And the the judges on the outside were also split. Some were like, mm. we're going to have to discuss this. And there was like, why are we discussing this? Yeah. The Gyoji's made this decision. Why are we, we, need why to, are we being we involved? We need to literally do what yeah. the Gyoji says. We shouldn't be involved in this. Yeah. But And this conversation carries on. Inosuke's already very pissed off and upset and annoyed. And then he's trying to, he beckons um, Tanafuji over to back him up, but he doesn't really yeah. do anything with it. It's like, where, what is happening here? I know. And Inosuke's not like a, you know, he's one he's of the higher ranking judges. He's a veteran. Uh, sorry, not Judge Gyoji. Yes. He's one of the higher well, ranking ones. There's a reason that Gyoji of that, when they're doing a Yokozuna about carry a, 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 a sword. Yes. Um, the idea is that they make the wrong call, they're supposed to kill themselves. Now, obviously, that's tradition and stupid and very much, you know, a, a standoff thing. But this is one of those situations where someone would like... If, well, we, if we were 100 years in the past, yeah. he, he would have, unfortunately... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So basically, he lost his confidence in the, the call as well. Yeah. Um, they were saying, you were wrong. We're going to do this. We're going to restart. But they decided rather than a rest, uh, uh, to restart the match entirely, it was a reset back to where they were. Like, a, like it was yeah. a water break. And I think I could tell just from the footage that was up on screen on the, on the um, coverage from NHK yes. that I could see that actually... Terano Fuji, when the match got stopped, he was tilting more to the right. He had and a weaker he, he did, grip. He had a weaker grip on the Moashi. So the fact that when they reset, it was like, well, hang on a minute. He was able to dig in easier. He was able to just grab him and kind of spin so, him around. Well, well, that, it, it just not entirely what happened. So mm. basically, what happened was, not, not, not invalidating what I'm saying, no, by no, the way. Because no. it, it, it was, again, it was a lot to take in a lot, a lot over. But basically, M is entirely correct in that Terano Fuji looked like he was in a better position. Mm-hmm. because his arm was, then he was lower when... his right arm was lower he was hanging more he was put, pushed back and he was like being done and Wakamoto was about to pull him and lift out now yeah. whether he would have done that or not we don't know but the reset Terunofuji had a better stance it was kind of, they try and make it the same as they can but you yeah. can't get it exactly perfect and obviously because they spent so long discussing yes. and because they spent so long resetting you it's hard break but not really it's harder for them both to get back into that match right? it is it, so there's that yeah and, and more importantly the idea that Wakamoto Haru still made the first charge yeah. and still pushed Terano Fuji back. It was only because he had that grip, he was able to turn him and put him down to the floor. Mm-hmm. So to to sort of basically agree and disagree with them, I don't know if the bout had continued, whether Terano Fuji would have won or not. I think it'd have been incredibly close. It would have carried on for a little while. It would Whatever would have happened, it would have been very hard fought and surprising either way. We're like, oh, okay, that, that I, you know, 50-50. Mm. But from the reset... 
even though Wakamatahara was pushing, I didn't get a feeling that he would be able to do it. Not because he didn't have the ability to, but because he was relying on certain momentum to yeah. keep Terunofuji a bigger opponent moving. Because he didn't have he that. He didn't have that momentum no. because he'd obviously been forced to stop exactly. and reset. And that that this is what I'm saying. I think that he was Probably I think he was gonna have him. He was gonna Possibly. Like, but it's going to be controversial because, as I was saying before, we've never seen that happen. Is this the Hoshoru moment of this tournament from last time? Fuck, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. It, it might be. And the thing is, will there be repercussions? Will there be fallout? Now, what I was saying earlier mm. is that um, for, those who, for those who know Japan or Japanese people or Japanese culture in general, there is a lot of bureaucracy. Yes. Uh, there's a film I like called Shin Godzilla, um, <laughs> and a lot of people don't get on with it. Because it was made as a sort of satirical reaction to the Fukushima power plant disaster and tidal waves and things like that. And the idea yeah. that there's too many... Um, too much red tape and bureaucracy yes, around... too many instances yeah. of we have to perform this in our special specific attire, we have to change into a certain outfit, and then we have to have this meeting in the special meeting room. It's like, people are dying right now, can you hurry the fuck up? Yeah. Uh, and so similarly, it's like we have uh, no real precedent of what to do here, and because we don't know... We're just gonna wing it. And you think yeah. well, you're 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 the judges, you're ex wrestlers. You, how would you feel in this situation? Yeah. You're a gyoji. Apologize, say you fucked up, and everybody. And, but instead, it's like, no, no, we have to follow a procedure. But there's no procedure. But there is no procedure. Well, what do we do? I don't know. But now there is pre precedent because they've done it once before. It's like a lawyer's argument. Yeah. So it is such a weird thing to see, but it is also quite indicative of what we've seen over the last several months, mm -hmm. where everybody is still highly strung. There's been no rest. No real. I mean, we've seen the return to the like people training and going to different stables and stuff, but it hasn't felt like regular season. And from the top, the Sanyaku at the top, the Ozeki, the Sekiwake, the uh, Komosubi, and obviously the Okizuna, there's not been that clear, confident, no, consistent leadership. Not at all. So what you end up with is sporadic weirdness and Maegashira doing ins insanely well. Um, mm. But it is so, uh, it's, I, I, I hate to say it because I don't want to sound like it's someone else is going to come in. I think people here in the lower ranks are doing well, but they're years off getting to be like yeah. as good as they need to be. Because they haven't got the caliber of uh, yeah. higher Kishi to fight. If suddenly Asanayama <laughs> comes back and goes, hello, I could see him being promoted to the a stupidly fast. I cannot wait for Asanayama to come back. <laughs> I feel like he's going to literally go, what the fuck have you been doing all this time? Oh man, I loved Asanoyama and I was, he was great, but really I, disappointed that he... I know, yeah. I agree. And oh. it's it's so insane. So yeah, we're obviously going to be talking about this too much, but basically yeah. it was a very unusual thing to see. A very unorthodox thing to see. Yeah. But in truth, and if I'm being brutally fucking honest, it shouldn't have gotten that far. No. We're talking about a high-ranking Maegashira versus a Yokozuna. It should have been pushed to the edge of that Tawara and plop, out he went. Yeah. But no... Wakamoto Haru fought hard, worked really hard on that, and I'm I'm very respect very much respect that, but what a mess. Yeah. And and rather than people going, oh my god, what a once in a lifetime thing, it's like this is just a bit of a, a bit of an up it's another in a long line of upsetting things. Yeah, so that was uh today's results. So for a full breakdown of the various results from all of the um divisions, you can head to sumo.or.jp forward slash en. As you all know, we take part in a fantasy league over at catchyclash.com and we've chosen five Rikishi to make up our hair or stable. And uh, clearly half of us picked phenomenally well this time round. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really an understatement. So let's go from the from the top. OK. Hyper Dude Man. Listener of the Listener show. Listener of the show. 
Uh, I love that we've uh, introduced Sumo to this person. That's, that's, that's awesome. Um, and it's a thing where you celebrate your friends' victories, right? And you'd be proud of them. You're like, I, I, I... <laughs> Someone we introduced to Sumo doing I'm, I'm a selfish, way better than us. I'm a selfish person, but I will genuinely celebrate <laughs> I Because I think this is a fucking amazing achievement. He's Great currently score. on 29 points mm. and he's in joint first. With two other people, I believe. I think it? so, yeah. yeah. So that is inc- that is an amazing achievement. If it lasts or not to the end of the tournament, it doesn't matter. Mm. That's that's genuinely really, really impressive. And just below him on 28 points, which is technically joint second, but is actually listed as joint fifth because the amount of people in there. Mm-hmm. It's Fox. Yeah. Again, because those two have the, almost the exact same stay at ball. Uh, there's only, I think... Uh, one difference one between difference. Um, I think it was uh, Toby Zara and someone else, but basically it was it's they're basically the same same picks mm-hmm. effectively. Um, but it's impressive and it's really cool and it's good to see like you know names you recognise at the top of this little yep. chart going yes, <laughs> fucking come on. Um, there's a weird dip. I'm on twenty three points. Yeah, five so, points behind Fox. Yeah. So technically I'm in seventh place, but actually I'm in joint two hundred and seventy seventh place. So many people playing this uh, now, tournament. This is this is what I'm building to because this is uh, it's an interesting point here, and we'll get to it in a second. And M is unfortunately suffering. So M's on twenty points. Mm-hmm. So that's remember that's three points under me. It's not that much, and therefore she's in technically joint tenth. Except she's not. She's in joint four hundred and fifty third. Now this is an interesting thing to note because last month we well sorry last basho two months ago. We were really struggling. Worst points we've ever done in this sort of thing. Yep. And M's points now are more points than she was on this time last Basho, but she's on a lower standing. Yeah. Now, this is what I want to get to. There's 543 people taking place. And this isn't to take from anyone doing well or not. This is just one of those things. Because the Basho has been so up and down and so chaotic, you've had one half of a week being uh, both good and bad for a lot of people. Meaning some of the numbers are just fucking spectacular, but more importantly, people who are doing well at the start of the week aren't necessarily just doing well by the end of the week. Obviously, mm. there's outliers like Fox and Happy mm-hmm. who are doing great no matter what, and that's fantastic. But what I mean is, you get to the point where, like, a couple of points down, you get hundreds of people on the same point. You're like, yeah. that's not that doesn't feel right because the amount of people, just statistically speaking, the amount of choice of what you have from all the people in the in the Banske, it should start to separate out more. I think, for example, if you look at the um, the point score for me, I think there's someone, only one person who's chosen the exact same lineup that I have. Yeah. And yet there are hundreds of people on the same point. I was, I was like, of course there are. Of course there are. Because it's only a point difference. Like 23, 24, you're going to change things like that. It makes sense. Mm. And yet it's just this idea that there are, um, I don't know, it's 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 it's. it's it, it's not like, oh, these people are doing well, these people are not. So M, for example, on 20 points mm. is not doing badly. Apart from that one day where I got no points. That's very bad, yes. <laughs> but that's what I was trying to say. You were doing badly and then you sort of stopped doing badly for a little while. It's, yeah. it's what I'm going to get to. It's the idea that, for example, M's points go 0, 3, 3, 2, 2, 2. Oh, hang on. Serious, 0, 3, 3, 2, 2, 4, 4, 2. Yeah. Now, that doesn't sound bad or good i mean the zero is obviously terrible and very embarrassing you should be embarrassed yeah 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 but the point differential considering the worst possible score is nine and mm-hmm. m is only 50 people away from the bottom yeah that makes no sense because this is a such an irregular basho so the reason what i'm building to 
is that this point we're going to say, right, what's our prediction? Who's going to win this? <laughs> How the fuck do we know? I don't know. What do we do with this? We've got seven people. We mentioned them already. We'll go from again. Teranofuji, yep. Kotonowaka, Ichinojo, Tobizaru, Nishikigi, um, Ichi Yamamoto, and Nishikifuji. And it's like, who's going to yeah. win? It's like, that's mad, isn't Honestly, it? you could get two or three things happening here. One being that one of those gets it, but then to be fair, based on the, the results we've seen this week, yeah, that could completely change. There's a lot of people on five three. I have that no could idea. Could still be in the race, you know. Yeah. If if I had to guess, I think Terunofuji's gonna clinch it just, and it's gonna be like one of the, like like last time where it's like, eh, yeah, sure, yeah, and the numbers will look good. But the results won't feel good. Yeah, especially like that, especially time. the match from today. Yeah, that's left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, and him being having like the the cushions thrown at him a couple of days yeah. ago. I think. I mean, if I was him, I'd I'd think about retiring or stepping down. Like, mm. oh, I'm I'm not going to get better. But I know he wants to win in Nagoya, which we mentioned last yes, week. Yes, of course. So I, yeah, I'm sorry. What about you? What are your predictions? Because I think, I think obviously from a standing point of view, it's like, oh fuck, I'm, I'm at the bottom of the rank. But it's like, yeah, yeah, but by a couple of points, it doesn't really feel like you've actually like true, chosen true. so badly um, that you're being punished for it. I feel like Ichinojo might wanna might is gonna push himself in week two to sort of get to get back to that leading mm -hmm. uh, position. But it's all going to depend on um, who Terran Fuji is up against, I think. Well, in theory, you should have more Magashira. So in theory, exactly. he should make it easier for him. It's just whether arguing. or not these lower Magashiras are able to beat Terran Fuji. And if what I've seen today of how Wakamoto Haru handled him for his first time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you don't, you never know. I mean, who knows? We've got um, Nishikiji Fuji um, at the bottom there on Magashira. 17 is one of the uh, the um leaders he's on 6-2 mm. we don't know the exact figure but in theory he could win and be one of the lowest ranking yusha winners in, yeah I don't, I don't think i remember anyone i've like, never Ozaki's remembered he's in high ranking make sure and um sakiwaki and komasubi and yokozuna is winning but obviously in the mm. last few years it's been very weird so yeah i don't know it could be interesting that would be an interesting one to see more than anything um, but yeah, I don't know. I, it's an interesting one to see. I mean, Wakataka Kage's still got um, skin in the race, essentially, as well, because he's like, he's on 5 3. He's only one behind. All it takes is for Terra Fuji to have another wobble. We could see Wakataka Kage get a second tournament win. I would yeah. love to see that. And then he would be really securing his, his Ozeki. His, his, his entire I mean, he, yeah, He's yeah. gunning for it, he wants it. So. I would love to see that. So I'm just going to go out there. And I don't like to predict things. Whenever I predict things, they go terribly wrong. So I'm not going to predict it. I'm just going to say, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> That's a prediction. It's not a prediction. <laughs> I haven't said it. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be bold and make a prediction then. I <laughs> think, you know, no, I said it already. Terran Fuji is going to win it. Mm. Terran Fuji is going to win it. And we're all going to go, uh, okay. And I'll bet he'll win it by one thing. And then we'll all be thinking, ah, oh, fuck, I'm the Haru. Well, there'll be so many examples <laughs> of where that could have turned around. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think that's exactly it. Yeah. I mean, again, there's, and even if you don't, but with my one point, like we mentioned, I'll show you uh, a, a basho go where he had that ruling, the the very clearly should have been a monoe. Oh, for sure. And yet it was left alone. It was the wrong call from the from the Gyoji. Mm. Um, and it just it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. So yeah, okay. Either either way, a lot to consider. Yeah. Too much to call. Too hard to tell. 
it's going to be a really interesting week next it week. It is interesting because all of the leads are scattered all over the board. They're in in yeah. every... Yeah. Apart from the uh, Komasubi and the Sekewake and the Ozeki. Mm. <laughs> Which is quite embarrassing for them, yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, it's weird, but then equally, we know full well that it's, it's the first week with the way the um, the way the Banske works, yeah, the matches that you've been up against, you are yeah. effectively up against sometimes some of the harder opponents first, and then you, in theory, should be able to get through some people as yeah. it, 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 we continues. So all these numbers which people are pulling ahead balance out to a lot of seven, eight, eight, sevens, and you go, ah, oh, yeah. Well, fine. then in that case, hopefully uh, Shimanomi will pull his weight next week because. He's my God, he's my there. lowest performer on one seven. So, mm. yeah, I mean, he's one of the worst performing of the band's game, unfortunately. Other than Dia Mummy, who is now out, isn't he? Or yes, yeah. but obviously that's because of injury stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we shall see. And that wraps us up for this week. Be sure to like, follow, share, and listen to the other shows on the BBG Wrestling channel via bbgwrestling.com. If you'd like to check out my film-related stuff, you can read my movie reviews at theredrighthand.co.uk. You can see the things that I make at cheeseman.com, or you can check out my other podcast, Sequelizers at sequelizers.com. That's S-E-Q-U-E-L-I-S-E-R-S, because somebody asked the other day. Uh, Em, what about yourself? Well, you can find the gaming and pop culture podcast I'm on by searching for the Super 8-Bit Power Hour. Um, although admittedly I've not actually been on it for a while I am co-host but I've been a bit a bit busy busy of late Um, and I'm also part of Cheese Mint along with Matthew to check out other host Fox's stuff such as professional wrestling video games action figures other cool stuff head to Grapple Arcade on Twitter or Chellatoys.net which is C-H-E-L-L-A-T-O-Y-S dot net And as always, if you have any questions, comments or things you'd like us to address on the show, feel free to at us on Twitter. Uh, That's Stogs, S-T-O-G-H-Z, Emma Jane Mint, and as we said earlier, Grapple Arcade. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm still reeling from today. (laughs) I mean, me too. And I'm sure Fox is as well. Yeah, we will will catch up with you and hopefully him next week. So see you later, everybody. Matane. Matane!